Hey, podcast family. Did you know that on May 2nd and 3rd, 2024, our 3D Growth Summit is happening in Nashville, Tennessee? But in-person tickets are already sold out with nearly 400 attendees. But you don't have to miss out. You can get exclusive access to our live stream and post-event recordings for just $395. Yes, you heard that right. For a single fee, you and your entire dental team can learn from our industry leaders with online recordings available after the event. So secure your spot now before it's too late by visiting www.3d-dentist.com slash 3D Summit or give us a call at 855-332-2285 and get your tickets for the live stream and event recording today. Now, let's get to this week's episode. Welcome to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal, where our goal is to change the way you practice dentistry by helping you achieve clinical, financial, and personal balance. Now, here's your host, T-Bone. Hello and welcome to the Alan Mead Experience. I'm your host, Alan Mead, a dentist, podcaster, and failing amateur sound engineer. So uh, this evening, I have the honor of bringing a guest on who's probably been the one guy who's been on the Dental Hacks podcast more than anyone except Jason and I. So he's sort of like an honorary dental hack himself. Uh, one of my favorite people to talk to about dentistry. And tonight, ideally, not much about dentistry. Dr. Tarun Agarwal. T-Bone, how are you? I'm good. Tonight, I guess I'm T-Bone civilian. You are. You're like... It's like we're we're the challenge that we are up to is to like not talk about dentistry. I, I might can't use the D word. I know, right? I might talk a little bit about dental meetings, but we're not going to actually talk about the actual dentistry. I think. Whatever but, you're in charge. I know. I know. I'm here he's for your, he's I'm here submitted. For your pleasure. He's su- submitted to my will, which sounds way sexier than it really is. But uh, so okay, this is really interesting. I've been on and off over the last week and a half with you. You have taken an interesting departure for the last couple of weeks. Am I right in saying you haven't been working for, for a couple of weeks? No, I, I've, it's been a couple of, yeah, a couple of weeks now. So how did that happen? Well, you know, Alan, I think um, one of the challenges that we all face is, um, and listen, this is, I'm not going to say this is easy for me to talk about, uh, but I'm very open and happy to talk about it. Uh, you and I, um, I think you and I both have quite a bit to talk about on this, on this, but I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I'm all ears. Yeah. So, you know, I think one of the things that happens to us is we all have demons in a sense. Okay. And, you know, most people think of demons as like in your situation, alcohol, or drugs, yeah, drugs or whatever it may be, you know, in Tiger Woods situation, it's sex. <laughs> but uh, you I, know, I, frankly, I'm, I'm just going to lay this out there. Tiger made a better choice than I did. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. yeah so just, well, now he's in your situation. Yeah. With the drugs and alcohol, yeah. so. he, he fell back on the drugs. You know, anyhow, go ahead. So, you know, we all have demons in our life. And I think what happens, especially uh, for high functioning uh, D words. Um, uh, <laughs> Good. We, that was close, but you did well. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, I have to keep that up is, um, you know, we never take a time out for ourselves and we let ourselves get uh, a little off kilter. And one of the things I've always struggled with all my life has been my overall health, uh, of which the weight is probably the biggest component. Of sure. It. And, uh, so, you know, I, I read about this uh, health uh, well, wellness center um, uh, last year, and my wife had talked to me about coming here, and, you know, I, I wasn't really ready to do it. And, you know, quite honestly, about three to four weeks ago, 
Well, I mean, at this point, like four weeks ago, I woke up one night um, and I was I was having heartburn of ice cream coming back into my mouth. Sure. Uh, from the amount of ice cream I ate that night, and I picked up the phone. My wife happened to be out of town. I picked up the phone and called her and said, "Hey, listen, I, I think it's time that I need to do something to take care of myself." And um, so I, I uh, we attend. We're attending a uh, a wellness center uh, for two weeks, uh, and it's a total look at overall health. And um, certainly, the, for me, the major component is trying to get my weight under control. Sure, uh, but there's so much more to it than that. And uh, you know, listen, I jokingly call it a fancy fat camp, but that's not a fair. Uh, fair thing to uh, to call it, but um, so I, I just want to be open and honest and talk about all those things. Um, you know, ultimately, I think for my selfishly, I think there's uh, three or four different things that I certainly want you to talk to me about. Uh, one is weight. Uh, I think you know, I don't know what percentage, but a significant portion of our listeners probably all are overweight to a sure, certain degree, sure, or, um, or are honestly, or they're aiming in that direction, whether they know it or not. Yeah, right. Exactly. Two is. Uh, what I want to call our practice health, uh, you know, our physical health as it relates to our practices. Yes. And then uh, three, uh, I want to talk about mental health because I think that's an important component of this. And uh, so, and then, you know, I want to talk about some of the things I've learned here and uh, all of that. So I, I really want to hear about it. Okay. So I'm just going to give you, what's really funny is what you talk about, the way you told that story was not that far off. <laughs> Now, mind you, I, I was when I went into drug treatment, I was intervened on. So it's not is it is literally not the same thing. Like I was, but but it is. There's a little bit of interesting parallel to the way you were describing that as to how like you woke up one night and decided that you had to do something. You were ready to do something. Well, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't make the choice, mind you. I was intervened on. However, I once, well, I was intervened on too. By the way, just, just interesting. So you know. Well, it's interesting you say that though. I mean, because you were intervened on and you weren't ready, but. Then one night you woke up with with a bad ref. I have to tell you, I have woken up. See, I, I have reflux bad. I have for a long time. I woke up. I've woken up with like a reflux or a, a mouthful of reflux, and that is panic inducing. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if that was your experience. Yeah, that is but panic inducing. It is because you feel like you're drowning. Number one. But, yeah. But see, the thing is, is this doesn't. This has never happened to me before, and. It's, it's really, I mean, honestly, it's, it's, uh, it's eye opening. And, um, anyway, you, you keep going. Well, I, it is, it's just funny because what I will tell you about treatment for me was it was, okay, I was out for four and a half months, mind you. And that's when, <laughs> when, when, yeah, you, look, when you admit to having a problem with drugs and alcohol, they're not going to let you start working again until, until they, you've got that kind of under control. And I get that. But, but it is interesting because you're literally taking the time out and saying, okay, I'm going to spend my time looking at this, which is something I haven't looked at very much. I, I sort of appreciate that. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. And, and I don't want to like, it's not like I'm, I'm not checking in or, yeah, they're or, not, you know, it isn't I, that they're not going to let you out or anything. Yeah. You know, <laughs> listen, this is totally voluntary. And I, I look, I'm not trying to say I'm not heavy, but I'm not morbidly obese or, you know, it's not, it's not impairing my movement. It's not impairing my overall abilities. It's just, you know, I'm in a, I just want to be healthy. You don't like. You don't like health. it. I know. I know. Listen. You don't even have to say it because I, I live it. I don't like it. Uh, I have pain in places where I where it seems funny that I've, I'm only 45 years old. I shouldn't be. You know, my knees shouldn't hurt this much. My ankles shouldn't right. hurt this much. It's stupid stuff. It's not. You know, and, and I I I take it. I don't. 
uh, I'm not in denial about it, but for me, like I have lost weight in the past. I killed it back, you know, 2005, man, I lost 78, 80 pounds, but I, I've gained it back. It's, it's one of these things where yeah. I, I can frankly say that, that fighting with my weight and my diet and exercise is harder for me. And I've had less success with it than I, than I have quitting drugs. Let's just say that. I mean, well, let's let put it right but, out there. Yeah, but at the end of the day, think about this. You know, um, none of, very few of us, okay? And this, this is something that a little bit drives me a little bit nuts, but a little bit is, is you look at all the people on social media that post pictures of themselves working out and yeah. how great they look. And that's great, okay? Yep. Because so, it's somewhat inspirational. But at the end of the day, here's what I, here's what I believe. I believe 90% of us don't look the same or feel the same or weigh the same as we did when we were 28 or 30 years old. Sure. And on average, I would bet that most of us put four to five pounds on a year. The first few years, it's not that big of a deal, but add that by 10 years, yep. then 12 years, then 15 years. And then as we get a little older, it's harder. And, and here's the other thing. I, I think the other reason it's harder is I think is as we make more money, it becomes harder to correct these things because now we're eating finer restaurants. Yep. We're eating more unhealthy and to a certain degree, more unhealthy things. I will say, you know, I'll say too, it's, it's much easier when you've got an income like that to eat out, you know, to, oh, to, yeah. to not plan for lunch and just go out. Ah, sorry, right, I'll just go get, you know, I got, I, it's not that expensive. I'm just going to do the convenient thing, whatever. That's like, so true. So real. Yeah. So it's, it's, it finally got to a point. Listen, my wife's been at, Mona's been after me for a long time uh, to do this. And I just kept saying, no, I'll do it on my own. And because quite frankly, I have done it on my own. You before. did. Yeah. I mean, literally the first time you were on the podcast, you were telling us you had like a, you had like a, a trainer and you had, I mean, yeah, exactly. Literally walked me. Yeah. But, uh, you, you know, it, it's gotten harder and it's, it's, it's just, it's at a point where physiologically it's harder. And it's, I think it's just so hard with the, the practice, with the business, with, you know, all the other stuff going on, not just because me of what I'm involved with. I think it's just generally speaking, wife, kids, the whole deal. I just need to take a few weeks away and I need to go to a place where I could hit the reset button. And I, that's I really what that. this has been for me. I love that. I think that's great. I have to tell you that your your the tone in, in what we've messaged back and forth recently has been you definitely seem like you've kind of got well, you got something that I want is what it comes down to. There's a certain there's a certain comfort slash serenity that you're you're exhibiting maybe maybe when you go back to work you won't have that as much but i'm yeah, liking it right. it's kind of i, I well, like the fact that you're able to sort of do this it's great as a joke you know as a joke listen i've never in my life done i mean much less the health part of it just the whole lifestyle thing sure what i learned this week is if this is 55 plus community living i want in you're <laughs> you're there you're there you're ready to skip ahead a few years dude are you kidding me Listen, let me tell you what my day is, okay? I can't wait to my hear. Day is, my day is I wake up at 6, 6.30-ish, okay? Uh, we have a structured program. Uh, by At 7.30, I, sorry, for me, I have to 7 o'clock, I have to go do my uh, blood sugar check. And then at 7.30, we have our first exercise class. And then at 8.30, we have our second exercise class. And then at, after that class, I go and eat my breakfast. I, mean, I could eat earlier if I got up earlier, but I don't. So then I, after my second exercise class, I go eat breakfast. I chit chat with, you know, my wife or whoever else is around all the other interesting people I've met, which is another story in of itself. I can't wait. And, and then, um, 
I'm free until uh, lunch, essentially. So then I sit around, I read a book, I chit chat with whoever walks by. And then in the afternoon, we have a lecture that we have to go to. And then we have a afternoon uh, like water aerobics class that we do. And then then it's dinner time. And then again, in between water aerobics and dinner, you have about an hour free. I sit around, chit chat with people. Then we have dinner, we chit chat with people. And, and it's, it's I'm like, dude, this is awesome. If this is what a senior community is like, I want in. What's so funny because, okay, now anyone who knows you is going to say, that doesn't sound like T-Bone to me. <laughs> there's but just, it is. There's I mean, a, I mean, I'm not, and it isn't a criticism. You, have, you are an intense dude is what it comes down to. And so people hearing you, uh, I don't know that I, I ever would have associated the word chit-chat with you, to, t- <laughs> to tell you the truth. Dude, there's some amazing people. I can't use names and stuff, but sure. there's some amazing, amazing people here. Like number one, okay, this place is not inexpensive at all. Sure. Okay. At all. Okay. So it's, it's a five star resort. I mean, we're at the Trump Hotel in Doral, Miami. Sure. Uh, so it, it's, it's, is it, five is, it star. On, is it on site there? It is. Okay. It is. It's a separate like wing, let's call it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Uh, but, but we're on site. We have access to everything. So it's expensive. I mean, just, just to give people an idea, and I don't mind sharing this. Sure. On average, it's about, Four forty forty two hundred dollars per week per sure, person. Sure, yeah. So, so uh, the de- demographics of the people that are here are pretty well to do. Yeah, yeah. But that's an interesting thing because these are people who are, let's face it, people who are at that level are probably spending a lot of their time and concentration, like you are, with business on whatever level. Or, I mean, I guess I suppose there's some trust fund people, but let's be honest, if they're taking time out like that, they're doing it kind no, of intentionally. No. I haven't met any trust fund people here. Uh, what They may have come from trust funds, but to give an example, uh, there's a chairman of a very large bank here. Uh-huh. There's an attorney for a former president and other presidential campaigns here. There's uh, hedge fund managers here. There's um, other very community activist type, not activists, I want to say activists, but very people are very much involved in the community sure. through different things. I mean, there's a lot of, you know... Uh, there's lots of business owners here. And what it told me was we all live very stressful lives. And no matter how much money we have or don't have, we all suffer from these challenges. Yes. And the difference is, is, and I don't think this has to do with money necessarily. I'm sure part of it does. But the difference is, is we are willing to take or take time out uh, of our lives to reset and uh, realign what, what it, what's important to us. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, podcast family. T-Bone here to talk about the 3D Dentist Digital Implant Continuum. Are you ready to start placing dental implants but feeling a bit hesitant and or overwhelmed? I know that feeling. I've been there. Let's change that together. Imagine not just learning about dental implants in a classroom but actually performing surgeries on real patients right here in North Carolina, guided every step of the way by our expert 3D mentors. This is dental implant learning at its best, using techniques that are safe, predictable, and confidence-boosting. They're exactly what I use in my own practice, so you know they work. Our course goes beyond clinical skills. We prepare you to successfully integrate high-demand implant services into your practice, transforming your career by attracting new patients and elevating your practice. And it doesn't end with the course. Completing our program is just the beginning of a new journey. 
You'll be a part of a community of confident, skilled dentists with ongoing support to ensure lasting success and growth. After all, this is about mastering a skill that can transform your career, just like it did for me. So, are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Visit www.3d-dentist.com, check out our upcoming sessions, and join us to revolutionize your practice. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now let's get back to this week's episode. Totally. I, I mean, it, it seems like you're, it seems like it proves that you're kind of smart. You're thinking about it. So, okay. So your, yeah. your wife is there too. I want to hear about this. Your wife is there as well. Is, is my the, daughter's here as well. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. And we, and we tried to bring all three kids. Uh, the two boys didn't want to stay. So we sent them up to the grandparents' house. There you go. There you is, go. Which is here in Fort Lauderdale. Okay. So, well, that works out um, too. You know, because the truth is, is, um, this uh, all of this stuff takes a commitment from the entire family. Yeah. So, for example, if I'm eating one way and the rest of the family is eating another way, it won't be a few months before no. I dig into what what That's, they've got going on. That right? is true. I, that is very true. Interesting. Now, so, so are, are is each program sort of customized? Like, are you doing everything with with Mona? Are you doing? Or, okay, or so that's of- a good. It's a good question. So uh, I think you know I've never been to another, uh, and they don't call it a weight loss camp or sure, anything like sure. that. That's this is a longevity center. So I'll take it. Um, but um, ultimately, it's medically based. Uh, one of the problems with all diets is that diets are almost impossible to sustain. Uh, so one of the goals here, and again, listen, I'm right now. I'm drinking the Kool Aid. I get it. All of that stuff. Um, but I want to get. I'm not trying to pitch this place at all. Okay. But one of the things I'm trying to do is get people to understand the different components. Uh, for me, my goal was multiple fold. A, I wanted to lose weight. Okay, that first and foremost. Two, I wanted I wanted to feel better, and I I don't know how to really explain that, um, but I just wanted to physically feel better, and that has nothing. That is a weight is certainly a component of that, but that's beyond the weight thing. And, and then three, I wanted something that was sustainable, and I wanted something that um, just mentally clean cleaned me out a little bit. Um, and so uh, what what I've learned is that uh, weight loss is very very different. So, and again, this might be so like common sense for everybody else. No, uh, I get it. it. I get it. Me. Trust me. There'll be plenty of people like me that I'm, 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 I'm waiting with bated breath. Yeah. So, so when you, when you first come in, they do a complete, uh, uh, blood work. There's a team of like six physicians here. There's a, a exercise physiologist. There's psychologists. There's therapists. There's, I mean, it, it is a medical program in sure. a sense. Right. And, um, and you have mandatory lectures that you have to attend, but you come in and you get your blood work done. They get a baseline of where you're at. I got a DEXA body composition scan, uh, which is not like somebody using calipers to figure out what you are and not using one of those electrode things to figure out your body fat, yep. uh, but an actual physical scan of you that, uh, that separates out your bone, your muscle and your fat and breaks you down that way. Uh, and what was interesting to learn is the average person has about, uh, uh, anywhere from 10 to 14 pounds of bone in them. So the comment of somebody being big boned is just, you know, somewhat uh, deceiving. Yeah. And and uh, so I turned out to have a 33.5% body fat. Okay. Um, and so weight loss uh, varies from person to person. Uh, so you can lose muscle weight, you can lose fat weight. Uh, 
Uh, there's different types of weight that you can lose. There's certainly water weight uh, that's part of that as well. So, you know, based on all of these data, like my, I'm a, I'm a diabetic. Yep. Uh, my A1C is up to a 7.6 now. Okay. Uh, so, uh, you know, and then the rest of my blood work is pretty normal. Um, and uh, believe it or not, my cholesterol was within normal limits as well. Sure. Um, but, you know, you know, basically taking all this information, they then give you, then you then kind of get a prescription of your physical side of things, okay, in terms of what you're going to do in terms of physical activity uh, that's specific to people. Because they're not just all uh, heavier people here. There are a lot of, uh, uh, you know, typically, I don't want to use the word skinny people, but sure. you know, normal looking people. Yeah. Um, and, and people are here because they have heart conditions. Some people are here because, you know, they've had drug problems, alcohol problems in the past, and they're not here for that type of treatment. Uh, but certainly the, your overall well-being uh, plays a role in all of that. So th there's different types of uh, situations here as well. And then so then you have a th that covers your exercise and physical uh, prescription. And then they prescribe you to certain classes uh, that you go to. And, and then, um, you know, you'll have uh, a different thing, you know, different things going on there. And then the eating program is pretty um, standardized. And what's unbelievably unique is I have not felt hungry since I've been here. That's, I mean, that's I, huge, I, by the way. That's like, would, that's like the would, biggest thing for someone argue, like me. Yeah. I would argue that I've eaten more here than I eat in home quantity wise. Interesting. Now the big thing is the quality wise. Now I'm not trying to pretend that I know any of this stuff or, you know, a lot of this stuff is I'm half listening, but I, you know, I want to give people the basic premises of this. Okay. And one of the premises is that as we age, it's always been believed that as we age, our blood pressure goes up, okay? Uh, but the truth of the matter is, is our blood pressure lots of the time, most of the time, is going up because of our salt content. Okay. So our salt content has gotten out of control. And uh, so so the, one of the premises of the lifestyle eating change is uh, that you go, I don't want to say a salt-free diet, but a essentially a non-natural non salt-free diet. Okay. So we all our food is not necessarily tasty. Okay, so uh, uh, it's it's absolutely salt free. So there's well, no additional. Do you think, do you think it's because we're so like as just as as Americans, we're just used to everything having a lot of salt in it. I mean, like I'm assuming that one of the reasons that everything tastes so good that you know that's not necessarily good for us has a ton of salt in it. Would you? Would you? Salt and seasonings, yeah, absolutely. So it's not that we can't use hot sauce and seasoning. It's just sure. that if it contains added salt. It's off the off the table. Okay. Okay. And beyond that as well is one of the things that we'll also look at. Uh, or one of the things that I've learned is that uh, when we do eat foods, we try to pick foods that have not a significant amount of natural salt in it. So in other words, if it has, for example, 100 calories per serving, it needs to have less than 100 naturally occurring milligrams of sodium okay. uh, per serving as well. Um, the other thing that was new to me was we don't count calories, uh, we count calorie density. Okay. So you eat to satisfaction. So you eat to about a, you know, on a scale of one to 10 with one being starving, 10 being uh, waking up in the middle of the night regurgitating, no, no, yeah. waking up in the middle of the night regurgitating ice cream. Um, you eat, you try to eat to a, a six, seven level. Sure. And uh, so we try to load up on salads as the first. So, so, you know, again, nobody's sitting there making you do this. But, uh, you know, one of the goals is your first part of your meal will always be a salad. Okay. And you, you'll eat plenty of salad and 
you can have dressing as long as it's sodium free dressing. Um, and, uh, so we'll, and, and oh, so the other part of the diet is there's no, uh, white sugar. Okay. And anything, there's no sweeteners. It's very or, racist. You know, just, you know, I think it's super yeah, racist. And, Sorry. But you know, there's, they, what's odd is they allow, um, the yellow packet and the green packet. I don't know what the hell they are. Well, I yellow, think plaque, that's, oh, yellow packet is Splenda, which is sucralose. Yeah. Yeah. Splenda. And then I think it's probably stevia. stevia. Or stevia. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So you can add that, but apparently you can't add regular sugar and obviously not the pink stuff. I don't know why that is, but, um, so, uh, so, uh, so uh, listen, I will tell you the food is not necessarily tasty. It can be made to, to allow you to taste it pretty well by using, you know, different seasonings and stuff sure. that long as they're salt free or sugar free. And so we eat a good amount of car- a good amount of salads. Um, we eat fruits and then we have, they have a salt, absolute salt free diet, uh, that we eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hello, podcast family. T-Bone here bringing you our newest live patient implant training, Full Arch Express. For dentists already placing implants and ready to level up and continue building their implant practice, this is the golden ticket. We're diving deep into Full Arch Implants, the hottest game changer in implant dentistry. In this program, we tackle both overdentures and all annex fixed hybrids, mastering techniques that are essential for modern, comprehensive dental care. It's about getting your hands on the tools and techniques that will replace the doubt and fear with confidence and predictability. Here's the kicker. There's live patient training right here in North Carolina. You're not just learning theories. You're in the operatory doing real work on real patient from start to finish, guided one-on-one by our expert 3D mentors. You'll learn the nuances of each approach, ensuring you can cater to a wide range of patients to maximize revenue. Speaking of revenue, with me, you know it's not just about the clinical skills. We're bringing business into this aspect too, teaching you how to integrate these advanced services profitably into your practice. So are you ready to rise up to the top in implant dentistry? Join us at the Full Arch Express. This isn't just another course, it's a career-defining leap. Head to www.3d-dentist.com to enroll in our next session. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now, back to this week's episode. What kind of a uh, what kind of proteins and, and and like what kind are are uh, okay? Here's one. So, are, I mean, are eggs allowed? Are are you know yeah, so chicken breast whites. that sort of thing? Yeah. So so yeah so um you know they wanted I think they try to avoid beef because of the fat content of the beef. Sure. Um, but uh, you know, in a in an ideal a theoretical world, don't hold me to this. Uh, the your meat portion shouldn't be more than four ounces. Okay. So like you can order chicken breast here. It'll be a four ounce chicken breast or a piece of chicken. You can eat salmon. You can eat mahi mahi. We had a, a, a sea bass um, and all of that. So are they, know, the are they what, is, like when you sit down for a meal is, do they present it to you as, as presented or do you order specific stuff or what? Well, no, you have a, there's a menu with multiple choices. Okay. There's two, two salads. We have two soups. We have three or four different entree choices and we even have dessert at dinner. Certainly not at lunch and breakfast. Sure. At dinner time, there's dessert, non-sugar, non-salted dessert. Uh, they aren't the best desserts. I'll be honest with you. 
Um, but they're uh, making an they, effort, but but it is what it is. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, but they're, they're sweet. I mean, they they certainly have a dessert taste to them. Okay. You know, I mean, I, and I'm a dessert lover. I'm an ice cream, okay, cheesecake, donut. You know, that that's that's what I love. I mean, that that is all right. So I, you like know what? Sweet. I I don't have a huge sweet like sweet tooth that way. You know what I have though? God, I love salt. Oh my God. This would be super hard for yeah. me because I'm a salt but guy. But the, sure. the salt is cru- the salt is crushing you, dude. What what's your if you don't mind me asking, Alan? What's your blood pressure typically? Well, I take blood pressure medicine, so it's pretty good. Okay. It's it's it's, it's so, in the normal range. But if I were off that, but I, is it is it normal to take blood pressure medication? I would say at no. your age. No, I. But I'm, okay. and worse than that, I've been on it for 15 years or something. I've been on blood pressure okay. medication forever. So yeah. So, so I would be interested. I know number one, they wouldn't pick you up for meds here. Sure. But we get our blood pressure is checked multiple times per day uh-huh. before before each workout, after each workout. You know, there's a paramedic on site, the whole deal, right? Yeah. So um uh we, I I talked to a lot of people that I'm like, Why are you here? You're not fat. Because in the beginning I didn't understand that part of it. And they're like, Well, I have high blood pressure. I'm on like three different blood pressure medications. I'm like, So how's your blood pressure? He goes, It's it's amazing. Three days in, they're like my blood pressure is absolutely normal. Wow. Because uh, you're crushing my soul no, here, dude. <laughs> there's, there's no salt. There's zero salt in the diet. Interesting. And uh, you pee like nobody's business the first couple of days. Really? You, you're just letting go of the salt. I mean, it's, it's, I can't, I, I didn't understand. To me, diet's always been about calories yeah, and about yeah. carbs yep, yep. and about all these things. And it's really, uh, I was shocked of how much I eat here, sure. uh, quantity-wise, but the quality is unbelievable. So some side benefits for me is certainly I'm losing weight. Uh, my first week here, I lost 10 pounds. Wow, that's great. Um, my joints feel unbelievably better. Yeah, I have, uh, uh, early, yeah. I have early stages of early signs of rheumatoid arthritis. It runs in the family. Sure. Um, but my joints feel great. Also, also you're the, your D word, too. That's yeah. It, it know, run, uh, frankly, it runs in the profession too, as I'm just saying. Yeah. And, <laughs> and as we talk about that, the other thing that's been a lot of these things, I kind of came here without knowing a lot. I just, just, just came. You well, know, a, I kind of love it though. You're sort of blank slate. I like that. Yeah. You know, the other thing I, I met with a, um, with a body, I body specialist is what I called him. Yeah. I don't know his exact title, but basically what he did was he, he's a musculoskeletal scientist or something. I don't know what yeah, the hell he yeah. is. Okay. But basically, we would look at my posture, we'd look at my joint positioning, we'd looked at all these different things, and 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 I tell you, you tell him what your profession is, he goes, these are the things I can already tell you you're going to have, and we've worked on these things, and we have specific exercises uh, to focus on those things. Like, one of the things he says is very common with dentists is our, our shoulders are going to be uh, drooped forward, yeah. because that's what we do all day long, yes. and we're going to have a forward head posture. So part of my prescription of my exercises is work or some specific exercises to work on that, which is amazing. I mean, you know, I, I've never thought about that to, to, you know, to, to long, you know, to create a longer career for me. Uh, what's, um, what's funny about that too, is that, um, I look at myself in the mirror and I notice those things about myself. Like I'm, I'm, yeah. well, I, I don't even realize that I'm hunched over, but I am because and shoot. I, I mean, I've got loops that are, that are the right length. I've got a microscope. It still doesn't matter. I mean, it's like, we're, no. we're, we're pretty much constantly hunching over one way or the other for whatever. And it's just what we've gotten used to. And, and I would admit when you do these exercises, does it make you realize, Oh my God, I'm hunched over all the time. 
Yeah, and they're not. I don't want to call them exercises in a way. They're, they're stretches. Sure. Or they're, you know, they're, but it makes you, you know, think like about said, it, though, doesn't it? I mean, it makes yeah, you think about, wow, yeah. it, I, the way I normally hold my position is bizarre. Yeah, and, and you know, it, you're retraining. You're retraining your muscles to back to normal. Like the other thing that was very interesting. I've always complained about knee pain, and again, a lot of it has to do with my weight. I get it. Okay? Yeah, yeah, I but do too. My my patellas are a little bit. Uh, they're they're out to the side a little bit. So he, what they did, one of the things they did is they taped me, they taped my patella back to center, uh-huh. and I kept it that way for two days. And I and I was telling Mona like, man, man, I can run up and down stairs. My knees don't hurt when I get up. Oh a lot my of gosh. weird things. Okay, and then um, and, and that's my situation. That may not be you or other sure, people. Sure, sure. But then then you know, part of this uh, musculoskeletal person was like, well, one of the issues is we need to strengthen this particular muscle and loosen this muscle. Uh, to allow these you know, to allow everything to get back in alignment, because at the end of the day, these things are all in odd spots because of the muscle attachment. Right? Sure, sure. So, for example, I have very tight IT bands, uh, which kind of pushes my patella out to the side, yep. and I have tight glutes. Believe it or not, um, that's and, way uh, hotter than I was expecting. I like that exactly. And uh, so, um, so then uh, every other evening, I have a professional stretch, um, and it's and it's not just a stretch. I mean. Uh, I mean, they use like bands and uh, cables and stuff. And, wow. You know, I just lay there and, and they'll tie me down in certain spots and they'll stretch you out. And, and I'll tell you the do first you have to have, day like, you have, to have like a safe word or something like that? They, no, I mean, they, they kind of know. I mean, you can. The, how about this? The guy sweats doing it. Yeah. Because, hey, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a stronger, bigger person. Sure. He's got to work then, out a little then, bit. And it's it's hard work to get you you know to manipulate your hips and your legs into different positions and and all all these stretches are nothing I could have done on my own sure because the that that type of movement and that type of sustained uh, keeping you there I felt an immediate difference right away I believe uh, it so and uh, you know it, it's it's interesting so you know it, it's a total program the lectures are all about the science uh, about why you're doing this how to read labels. Uh, of the food you buy. Uh, I have my nutritional counseling tomorrow uh, because, you know, we'll be leaving on Sunday. Okay. And it'll be, you know, your nutritional will be like, hey, now that you get to the real world <laughs> and you're not going to have, you, you know. Yeah, you company. have to be able to do this for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So let's let's put together a meal plan for you. Let's talk about the things you like. You know, how are you going to deal with this? Or, you know, like I tell them, listen, I love pizza. I love these kind of foods. It goes, okay, here's how you order when you go to a steakhouse. Here's how you order when you go to this place. Or, hey, you like, like I said, hey, I love Thai food. They're like, well, that might be a little bit problematic. Sure. <laughs> but, you know, um, Noodles are probably like, not right high on their list, I'm thinking. You know, not necessarily. Although we've had spaghetti and things like that here. They're just uh, whole wheat. Whole and, wheat pasta, sure, uh, yeah. Yeah, like true whole wheat pasta. Yeah. And uh, so it's it's been a very interesting um, thing for me. Uh, the other thing that I think that's important, so so from it's from a weight loss perspective, and then from a feeling better perspective, I've kind of covered those two. I think the other thing that's really near and dear to me, uh, because A, my wife's a psychiatrist, sure. is I think uh, uh, the mental aspects of our profession, the mental aspects of not feeling good, the mental aspects of not feeling good about yourself, yeah, and then the mental aspects of the stress of 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 you know keeping up with the Joneses or you know all of that stuff, and it's um. So, you know, that's part of the program here as well is, is, you know, I sat down with, you know, a therapist, a psychologist or whatever, and we talked about different things. And 
That's the first time I've ever done that. I've I was never just going to ask you, what, what, okay, so look, trust me, I, I know a lot about the whole therapy thing. It's, now, mind you, it's been a while since I've done it, but when I was in treatment and over the next several years after I was done with drug and alcohol treatment, I got real comfortable with the idea of therapy. I got, and I, I'm, you probably can figure I'm a pretty open book on that stuff now. And, and when you're not used to that, I'd love to hear how, how, how did that feel to start with where they, they're kind of asking you to talk about stuff that you don't normally talk about. How'd you feel about that? Was, you know, listen, I, I, to a certain degree, I say I have never done that, but my wife's a psychiatrist. So yeah, well, there's, there's that, degree, yeah. <laughs> you know, to a certain degree, I, whether I like it or not, I've had some of that stuff, you know, talked about, but it was good. I mean, it was good to talk about these things. And, you know, I, listen, look, part of, part of me, the reason I want to talk about this to a certain degree is, is I project an image of having this perfect everything figured out, right? Yep. I have a great practice. You know, I have a wonderful speaking career. I have a Super wonderful, comfortable with your self-esteem. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I have a wonderful education business. You know, I've, I've been fortunate to have succeeded at 90% of the things I've done in my life. And, you know, but yet the truth is, is I don't feel that great about myself. You know, I know, you know, I make jokes about my weight, but I'm not happy about it. It at bugs all. you. Sure. I get it, man. Oh, right it, there. it bugs me completely. Right. You know, it, you know, it affects, you know, whether or not I'm willing to go out to play with my kids. It affects, you know, the type of clothes I have to wear yep. Yep. or not wear. It affects, you know, when I want to go out with people and, you know, when I'm hanging out with all bunch of people that are very fit, you know, I feel a little out of, out of place there. And, and I, I think a lot of people, unfortunately, are willing to admit these things. And, and I want to, I want to admit them and I want people to get whatever help they need and, uh, and, um, I just want us to be well and well is physically well, yeah. mentally well. Yeah. Uh, it's all, all those things. And, um, that, that's one of my crusades in a sense, yeah. uh, for dentistry. And that's why, sorry, God, I used the word. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, yeah, I'll, I can beep it out. <laughs> beep that out. But, um, you know, that, that's one of the things there. I'm, so. I'm, I'm, I'm super impressed. I'm super impressed because, okay, I won't, I, I'll shoot straight with you. I mean, you're, confidence was obvious but it also I, I can't say it was off-putting but it was intimidating to me and 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 can be because you are a um you're a force of nature especially when you're speaking and, and when you're in front of a crowd and stuff because you're good at that and you you can get a crowd riled up and you can get a crowd really behind you and, and it's one of these things where so you know because i a lot of the situations you and i've been in i've been watching you lecture or we've been you know in a group together or whatever and you really have um a personality like that. And it is interesting to hear that you know, you're still working on some of the inside stuff a little bit, you know? Um, oh, I, absolutely. I struggle. Absolutely. I struggle with, I struggle with this. I struggle with a lot of times I compare, this is such a, uh, an AA kind of thing, but I struggle with comparing my insides with other people's outsides, you know, like, like, like how I'm feeling versus how I think their life really is. And that is, that is incredibly unhealthy. It's just not a good place to be, right? Like, you know, and, and yeah. dentists have a problem doing that, you know? We should never compare ourselves. I agree. You know, I agree. And, and, and our profession is built around that. Totally. How much do you produce? How much do you make? Yeah. You know, all these things. And it's not just our profession, by the way. It's it's everybody. I think so. Everybody. I think it's yeah. part of the human condition, really. But but recognizing that and, and not that anyone's going to be perfect at it, but recognizing that and being able to come back and go, okay, look, I understand that human nature makes me want to do this, but it's not healthy. It's not really helping me. And I can recognize that and be better about it. You know, it's, 
if you can let you that know, go, life life is a lot smoother when you can like happiness based on happiness versus you know whatever outward markers you're trying to compare to. It's it's much nicer. You know the other side benefit uh, that I really did not expect. There have been a lot of things I didn't expect here. Um, the other side benefit is meeting the people that are here. Um, well, you know, some of them are very powerful people. You know, ma- most of them are typical. I don't. I this is really not the right word, but typical walks of life, <laughs> because they're not in that sense. Yeah, but the, but they're, they're real people though. Here, they're they're they're, prof- they're, prof- they're professionals. You know, they're you know they they work just like the re- no, how about this? I have not talked or met with anybody who doesn't work. Sure. Okay, we have, minus the you know some of the older people that are here, but um, everybody here works. And uh, so it's it's uh, it's amazing. And one of the conversations I remember last week with the gentleman that's not here this week um, and I was talking to him and he's like, yeah, you know, I was I was this by trade when I got out of school and then I ended up here. And the next thing you know, I ended up there and then I didn't like that. So I decided to do something different and I worked my way up. And the next thing you know, I'm the global head of American Express, say, for example, of a certain division and. And then that led to this and that led to that. And, you know, it's amazing how many people have recreated themselves, how many people that are in business never got into business initially. Sure. There's something along their life or something along their career that kind of put them into that uh, action. And uh, it's it's quite amazing. And and then, you know, to talk to people of how they got into their 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 political positions and stuff like that. It's and very few people. um really went about it that way. And very few people wanted it that way. Uh, it's just one of the things that they, they, uh, their environment allowed them to go there. Interesting. So not only are you able to work on your physical and mental health, you're actually able to kind of have a, have a social um, interaction that you probably wouldn't have had in, in, in another situation. It sounds like. Yeah. You know, because, um, you know, listen, here's the deal. When I was, when I didn't have any money and I was starting out, you know, my, my thought was, well, when I have money, I'll take more time off yeah. and I'll be able to work on my house. Everyone says that. Everyone says that. Right. And everyone here, like I'm poor here. Okay. Yeah. Like I do pretty damn well. Yeah. And I'm probably on the lower end of the scale. Sure. The bottom sure. third. Okay. But they all have the same problems as I do. And I, I used to, you know, I mean, look, I'm dead honest with our listeners and to you, Ellen. Three or four years ago, I would have said to you that when I start, when I, this idea goes through and. When I start my speaking career, when I start my seminars, I'll take more time off and spend more time on my health. Yep. And it never happened. Yeah. And and it's because we're so driven as individuals uh, that we never take time for ourselves. And and you know, listen, it's four pounds a year. It's it's five points on our blood pressure. Sure. You know, every couple of years. And the next thing you know, you're you're a disaster. Yeah, it, and, it, and the other thing is, it sneaks. The point being that it sneaks up on you. I mean, it'd be great if you could, if it could happen overnight, and you could be shocked by it. But it's not. That's not how it works at all. Like you just kind of no, it's part of your life at that point. You know, and one of the complications of diabetes is, you know, your the neuropathy that comes with it, and your dude, your fine dude, motor skills. You're talking. You're talking to a guy that's diabetic, has been for several years now. I'm not. I mean, yeah. I, I worry. I worry about when that stuff is coming. Eyesight stuff. I can't afford it. Yeah, I exactly. Mean, I, I, you know, I worry and, about and that stuff. So, you know, the doctors were talking to me and, and luckily, you know, I got a doctor who's pretty much just like me. He just tells it like it is. Uh-huh. And he's like, dude, <laughs> this is going to crush your career if you don't get this in order. Yeah. You know, and, and he says, listen, see, 
I can lose all the weight possible and my diabetes may not get better. Yeah. That's scary, by the way. But, but, but that's about what you eat. Yeah. Correct. See, losing weight is not just about what you eat. It's not just about eating less or eating more, whatever it is. It's also about the things you put into your body. Yeah. And listen, I'm far from one of those liberal wackos that's going to tell you hormones are killing us and all that. No, I get it. That's not what I'm going to do. Yeah. But it's really about what you put in your body. And, and so, so my prescription or the prescription is, is going to be unique for each person, you know, and it's, um, it, it's, uh, it's, uh, that's part of what I've really liked about everything is that, uh, it's, it's really, I understand, uh, like today I went to a, a program on, uh, body composition, a lecture, uh, body composition. And it was talking about, you can have two people that weigh 200 pounds and they can be totally different. Yeah. Like you could have a 200 pounder that's fat as hell. Uh-huh. Okay. Or you can have a 200 pounder that doesn't have hardly any fat and they can be all muscle. Yeah. But yet they're both 200 pounds. So we're so fixated on weight. weight. Yeah. And the totally. other, other, the other thing I think that's a little bit antiquated that, uh, that I'm learning about. That's not what they're saying here is that, um, BMI. Yeah. You know, yeah. your b- body mass index. Most, most of the, uh, most of the football players in the NFL would be considered like obese or morbidly obese just because they're right. BMI. <laughs> and of course and they're all BMI. Yeah. And, BMI is a function of, you know, your fat percentage, your muscle percentage and different things like that. Exactly. And height and and all these things. Right. So, so ultimately, like for me, my goal is, uh, for me is to, uh, is my next step is to get down to 30% body fat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and then 28 and then 26 and then 24 and whatever weight comes with that comes with that. Because if you do a lot of cardio, then you're going to lose more fat and you'll actually also lose muscle weight. Sure. But if I do, if I do more strength training, then I'll lose fat, but I'll gain muscle. So my weight may not go down as much. So I can't become fixated on weight anymore. I have to become, I, I have to be, body I personally have to be more fixated on body composition. This is, I mean, this is fascinating. And, and I hate to say it, it hits close to home for me because I'm, you know, you've already had a lot of this experience and you've kind of, you're turning the corner because you've learned a lot. I'm, I'm still, I'm still stuck in the, wow, I used to be able to do this and I can't anymore. So I, I am curious. I'm like, okay, knowing that you've had this, it's a little sheltered where you are. You're getting all the right, like you don't have the stresses yeah. of day-to-day life and you've got, you know, people are cooking for you. You can make these awesome choices. So how are you going to set it up? I, I say this with giving you about two minutes to go. <laughs> how are you going to set it up so you can, you can succeed outside of, um, of where you are now? Well, I, ultimately, you know, the one of the things you learn where you can eat, what you can eat, you learn how to read labels. You have to clean out your pantry. You have yeah. to do those things. And I, listen, I would argue that most people listening to this that have been in practice for 10 or 15 or 20 years uh, should be able to afford to have somebody to cook for them. Yeah. Uh, you can, you can order what one of these companies that sends you the ingredients. Sure. And then you can, you know, you can make the things and things like that. So that's the key. And look, I'm not here to tell you that I've turned the corner because I haven't. Yep. Okay. Turning the corner will be one month from now, sure. six months from now, 12 months from now. Uh, so, you know, that, that's the key. Yes. In this bubble, I have no choice to a certain degree, but to, uh, although that's interesting. I do have choice because I can go to the hotel and eat at the steakhouse. I can go across the street to CVS and get some peanut M&Ms and don't think I haven't walked halfway there <laughs> and turned around. Okay. <laughs> I get it. But, uh, you know, it's, um, it, it's, we'll see. We'll see. But, I have a clear prescription of what it's going to take, uh, and we're going to put the plan in place. I think you see, the parallel I make to this uh, is within our practice is when we learn new things for our practice, if you learn yourself, 
it's not enough, right? You've got to bring exactly the team right. along. Yep. Okay. And so for me, the team here is my family, right? Yeah, yeah. It's my wife, it's my, my daughter, my, my sons. You know, all of us have to be on board. So that they, because to a certain degree, they're going to suffer along with me yep. because I can yep. tell you this, they're not going to be able to eat ice cream either. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. uh, if it's, cause so, if it's there, it's real hard to resist, man. That's the problem. It's impossible. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's impossible to resist. So uh, I think that that'll be the key, Alan, is it's, it's to figure out, can we sustain it? Can we do it? I expected to come here and be starving Yeah. and I'm not. I mean, in fact, they don't limit how much you can eat. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, if you, I, like today we had bison tacos. Yeah. Uh, so if they, they give you two in your initial meal, but if you want more, sure. No problem. If you want a third, you can have a third. I mean, it, it's quite amazing. That is, that is like, this is, this was a treat, man. I'm not going to lie to you. I was not expecting that this was going to be it at all. And we'll probably have to have you come back on because we got a ton of other stuff to talk about, but I was not expecting it to go this way. I'm very glad we talked about this. This is awesome. This is fantastic. I'm really glad hey, for you. And I have to tell you, I'm interested in finding out more about the actual place because it's. Well, yeah, so I'll give the name again. I'm not here to sell it. Uh, sure. It's called the Pritikin Wellness Center, okay. Pritikin Longevity Center, P R I T I K I N. Okay, I'll put that link uh, up too, yeah. Yeah. And uh, if the, if you guys do sign up, just use my name. I get a $500 credit to future stays. Nice. <laughs> so, no, the that's other thing that I, but But it's interesting. I, I, I plan to come back every six months for a week. So I've wow. already booked my next, I've, I've already booked my next stay. Dude, um, that's awesome. Because, because you need, I, I know you need a refresh. Yeah. I know a lot of this stuff from, from the education <laughs> side of things. Yeah. Because, totally. uh, because I'll be good for the first couple of months. I know it. Okay. I know I'm going to be But it's easy good, to slip when it's not right on. It will. Yeah. No, I'll taper off. I know I'm going to taper off and then you're going to come back. You're going to reset button and then you'll pick right back up. God, I love this. Tarun Agarwal, I'm very, I'm proud to call you my friend, but what a great, what a great message. Thank you so much for being on the show. We'll have you on again very soon, I promise. Yeah, no problem, Alan. Thanks so much for listening to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal. Remember to keep striving for excellence, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Hey, podcast family, T-Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? Then pay close attention. Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind, the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. In this exclusive mastermind, you'll join a league of ambitious dentists driven to elevate their practices. You'll gain access to proven strategies, personalized coaching, and a community that understands your journey. So if you're ready to supercharge your dental practice and enjoy the success you deserve, visit www.3d-dentists.com and take the first step towards a brighter future in dentistry by filling out the 3D Business Mastermind application. Now, let's get to this week's episode.